Two vultures were in the desert eating a dead clown. The first vulture asked the second vulture, Does this taste funny to you? Hello and welcome to episode 165 of Under the Cull of MS. This is going to be a Sunday, Monday, fun day, <laughs> comics, Sunday comics episode a day late. I was out running around and I picked up a newspaper, but by the time I Got home, I didn't want to put out an episode in the afternoon on a Sunday, so I figured I'd just throw it in as a Monday morning podcast, give everybody a chance to read their paper themselves, and we'll just go over the Sunday comics from this week and some other comics, because there actually were some fun ones this week, so started out here with a little Elvin and Hobbs. Yeah, Kelvin sitting in the classroom working on his homework. He's all frantic, throwing his pencil, throwing his his hairs all over the place. You see a voice caption pop up that says, How's your math homework going? And Kelvin is just all frustrated. Ah, fine. Starts sighing. His book starts growling at him. His book jumps across his homework and starts chasing his pencil, which is running away. Yay, 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 yay. All of a sudden, the book snaps and grabs hold of the pencil and starts eating it. And then turns around and the book starts going after his homework. And he grabs hold of his homework and starts eating the homework. And all of a sudden it turns and starts looking at Calvin and it starts going towards Calvin to eat him next. Calvin's freaking out. Ah! And his teacher comes up to his desk and she says, your book ate your homework. Hmm. That's a new one. And Calvin says, I'm lucky to be alive. I had to break its spine. Uh, that's a pretty funny one. All right. Let's see. Everett, Elvin and Hobbs here. Elvin and Hobbs out in the woods playing, having fun on a nice day. Elvin says, it's hot, it's humid, it's buggy, there's no breeze, and the air is full of pollen. But it's summer! And then they go running off to play. Kelvin finds an ant pile. Says, hey, ant, you're working like a maniac. What have you got to show for it? What's the colony done for you lately? What about your needs? You don't owe anybody anything. Let the others fend for themselves. Move out. Discover yourself. Express your individuality. And then he turns, looks towards us and says, if they listen, this should solve our ant problem. Yeah, Kelvin's pops working on his desk, answers the phone. Hello. It's Sir... Sure is nice outside. Climb a tree. Goof off. 
click. Person hangs up on him after saying that. His dad's just looking at the phone, frustration. And you see Calvin and Hobbs playing in a tree. And Calvin says, Dad harasses me with his values, so I harass him with mine. <laughs> One last Calvin and Hobbs. Yeah, Calvin coming up to Hobbs with a jar with some critter in it. Calvin says, look, I caught a butterfly. Hobbs says, if people could put rainbows in zoos, they'd do it. And Calvin looks at the butterfly in the jar, thinking about it for a while. Then he opens the lid and lets the little critter go. <laughs> hey. <clears throat> Better take a sip. Now, if you got your coffee with you this morning, today I am having tea. I'm taking a break from coffee for a while. <laughs> Just hasn't been tasting good. I decided to do some tea for a while. Today's tea is a lion's mane mushroom. Just ground up lion's, lion's mane mushrooms with some cinnamon and some honey. Pretty good. Helps cut that little dirty taste that you get from the mushrooms at times. What did you do when someone throws a goose at you? Duck. <laughs> what do you say when someone throws a duck at a duck? Duck, duck. Uh, what do you say when someone throws a goose at a duck? Duck, duck, goose. <laughs> Show me an owl with laryngitis, and I'll show you a bird that doesn't give a hoot. <laughs> Why did the stork stand on one leg? Because if he lifted the other leg, he'd fall over. Duh. <laughs> uh, hopefully these are funny, or I'm, my brain's just in one of those modes today. Check out Garfield here. First little part of it, you got Garfield attacking John while he's walking with a double dip ice cream cone. Garfield jumps from behind, grabs him around the neck, starts choke holding him. His word balloon says, John, how did you know that Rocky Road pistachio bubblegum sherbet topped with butter pecan candy coating was my favorite ice cream? <laughs> I think any ice cream is his favorite ice cream. All right, we got Garfield eating his food out of his bowl. Looks like he's got it up on a table. Oh, yeah, he's sitting at the kitchen table with the Garfield bowl. Odie's sitting at the kitchen table with the Odie bowl. And John's sitting there with his plate of goodies. Garfield says, yuck. Tosses his dish in the air. It ricochets off the wall. Lands right in front of John's face and pushes John's plate over one and pushes Odie's plate over one and then John grabs a fork full without looking and he's like <laughs> about ready to throw up Odie grabs a mouthful and he's like mmm this is good shit he's got a big old steak to play with and then Garfield grabs a handful of Odie's food and, <laughs> and he gets nasty dog food 
Bodie's the winner in that one. <laughs> All right, let's get to this week's comics that we had, what they had to offer. Start out with Zitz. Dad's going crazy with a mirror, trying to get a look at some weird thing on his back. And he just keeps bending and flexing and trying to get a good look at it. Takes his cell phone and takes a bunch of pictures with it. Tries to get some type of image. Then he shows it to his son. And he says, does this look infected to you? The son just walks off in disgust. Old people's selfies are the worst. All they care about is all these weird things growing on them. What's coming out of their body these days. All right, you got Garfield just sitting at a table. All of a sudden, you see this big line, bunch of lines go flying past him, and Garfield's hair goes flying in one direction. And then you see him sitting there with his hair everywhere, and then all of a sudden, a bunch of lines go shooting past him again, and his hair goes flying in the other direction. Of course, with a cat, you got a bunch of loose hair going flying everywhere. And you see John with his hair all wild, and Garfield with his hair all wild, and John says to Garfield, Odie has the zoomies. Garfield's bird balloon says, you think? <laughs> it cracks me up when they get the zoomies. <laughs> And so every time Lemmy comes flying up the basement stairs and goes running through the living room and up the other stairs and into the other living room and back down, all excited and goes running up to the door and, and say, yep, someone just pooped. <laughs> it's about a pound lighter. <laughs> all right, we got baby blues. This is basically the baby sitting in his high chair, but this could be a cat too, if you don't have kids and you've got cats. But Ma's sitting there looking at him in his high chair, and he's got his food plate in front of him. And she says, be my guest, as he's holding a chunk of food over the side, and he lets it go, pops on the floor. Grabs another handful, hangs over the side of his uh, high chair. She says, go ahead and make my day. Drops it again. Ding, 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 ding. Bunch of little peas everywhere. Sits there and grabs a big handful of something that looks like mashed potatoes or something. And she says, you're bluffing. And he drops that on his, there's a huge pile of gross food just sitting there piled up on the side of his high chair. She's just in screams and frustration. Ah! Can't take it anymore. And then Pops comes from behind and he says, if I were you, I'd try reversing the reverse psychology. <laughs> it's like just with cats. Same thing. Every time you tell them no, they do it. Little shits. Put them in a box. Ship them away. All right, we got Blondie. Blondie comes up to Dagwood. She's all dressed up. She's uh, getting ready to take off. Dagwood's sitting in his chair like usual, just laid back. Dog's sitting by Dagwood. Blondie says, Dear, 
I hope you aren't going to waste a beautiful afternoon while Tootsie and I are are catering a wedding. He says, good point, honey. I'll see what Herb's plans are for today. He goes out and about, sees Herb, says, what are you up to, buddy? Herb says, relaxing. I'm going to watch nothing but classic westerns all day. And he goes up to Benny. What's going on, Benny? Nothing at all. I want to do this afternoon. All I want to do this afternoon is watch some some of my favorite westerns. And he goes up to Roger. Hey, Roger, you want to walk through the neighborhood with me? Are you kidding? I'd rather sit and stare at some great westerns until I doze off. And you see Daywood backs reclining in his chair, dog laying on the floor by him. Blondie comes home. She says, honey, please tell me you didn't watch TV all day. He says, hey, a man's got to do what a man's got to do. Lazy bastard. (laughs) All right, we got High and Lois. High is out talking to neighbor. He says, I hate to be critical, but are you going to rake your yard? Neighbor says, I've been thinking about it. High says, are you ever going to take that pile of junk to the dump? Says, I'm thinking about it. Says, you know your house could use some paint? I'm thinking about it. Also, I know a roofer who could give you a good deal. I'll think about it. Why don't you stop thinking and start doing I'll give that some thought. And I goes walking off. I think that was a waste of time. That was a waste of time. Giving people your two cents. Let them do their own shit. Worry about your crap. Don't worry about other people's. Damn nosy neighbors. Alright, I usually don't read Doonesbury, but this one I I liked. You got three guys, well, two guys and a gal sitting with their masks on at a vaccine clinic. The gal's a nurse. The one guy's sitting at the chair waiting to get his shot. Says, I can't look. She says, why not? You're done. And then you had Doonesbury doing a little side caption. He says, good news, folks. And the character that just got his injections walking off, huh? Looking at Doonesbury like, what the heck's going on? Doonesbury goes on. All the characters in this fine family feature are now officially vaxxed. And the guy that just got his injection says, although I do have to wait here for 15 minutes, Doonesbury says, no worries. I can vamp. Folks, for months now, the nation's comic strips have been vaxxing up. In alphabetical order, we're now up to D. Means that some of your favorite strips, from Handicap to Beetle Bailey to Doonesbury, are now 100% safe to read. And then you see Hagar the Horrible. He's saying, Well, la di da. And you see Wizard of Is. He says, Way to rub it in, Harris. And you see Snoopy. He says, Poor Zitz. Because <laughs> get it, Zitz will be like the last one. To get his vaccine. 
Sip for the masses. The good shroom tea. All right, we got the lock horns. Got Loretta talking to her neighbor. She says, Leroy doesn't want the neighbors parking in front of our house. You see a parking meter off to the side. Next one, you got Loretta talking to Leroy, and she says, you can't mobile deposit cash, Leroy, as he's got all his cash out, laid out on his table, and he's taking pictures of it with his cell phone. <laughs> one more of those we got. Loretta looking at Leroy as he's all in his underwear and T-shirt and has his drink and chips and just all kicked back in his chair. And she's, he says to Loretta, for your information, I wasn't trying to make something of my life. <laughs> Here it is. Enjoy it the way it is. All right. Yeah, Dilbert. Dilbert's out walking the dog. Dog says, they say most people meet their future mates at work. Now that you are working from home, your odds of mating just turn negative. You could try using a dating app to find a woman, but then you'd need to rely on your looks. Obviously, that's a dead end. <laughs> your best choice of reproduction has always been to wear down a coworker over several years. Women need time to get over your appearance and to appreciate your inner qualities. We should have a goodbye party for your genes. <laughs> and Dilbert says, maybe next time we could walk and not talk. Dog says, maybe. <laughs> All right, we got Ziggy. Ziggy's walking around in his backyard says, some folks spend their entire life traveling the world searching for happiness, only to discover happiness right in front of them in their own backyard. As you see a thing come up that says splop, <laughs> which probably say squish. <laughs> and he says, still, they also need to remember to keep picking up after their dog. <laughs> Hey, right, we got Sally Forth. You got two kids and the two older characters out in the woods walking. The older gentleman says, This reminds me of my childhood. Walk in the woods with Jeff, James, Val, and Bruce when we accidentally welcomed in the multiverse. One of the younger gals says, Is your dad severely dehydrated or something? Nah, every time we take this walk, he likes to share a childhood memory. He keeps going on. Suddenly, thousands of versions of ourselves came pouring through the portal, heavily armed and riding tigers. And you're saying what your dad is saying is true? I'm saying my dad had a magical childhood or has a magical recollection of one. But they didn't come to fight us. They needed our help in a cross-dimensional dance-off, evil versions of ourselves. But, but you are hearing what I'm hearing, right? Kinda. I mean, most of it. 
I know when to interject with an uh-huh or an oh. So we danced. We did the running man. We did the Roger Rabbit. We did the Robocop. We popped. We locked and slammed like no eight-year-olds have ever done before. But is any of this supposed to have actually happened? Does any of this maybe make sense scientifically or even realistically? Mom and I have spent many a year wondering just that. All one can do is wonder. But the judges hated it. They hated it so much. They eliminated not only ourselves, but all universes. Your dad just said reality ended 35 years ago. Reality is but a shared illusion, Faye. Fortunately, I was able to reconstitute both myself and our universe through sheer force of will and the fact I had a book report due the next day. I was an anxious kid, and grades were very important to me. (laughs) Kids nowadays just have no imagination. Ah, another drink. My drink is getting cold. All right, we got BC here. BC throws his rock in the water after he writes on it. He says, are you more cautious of importing goods since the pandemic? Signed, Peter. Throws it in the water. It goes floating off. He waits a day. Thing comes floating back. Says, I soak your messages overnight in a bathtub of bleach before reading them. <laughs> I don't know how these big heavy rocks can just float away. <laughs> At least it looks like it's a rock. Yeah, Bizarro. We got a character trying to rob another guy. The guy's got no money. Shows him all he's got his credit card. The character makes him walk into a music store. While he holds him at gunpoint. As him buy a, a violin, you go walking off. He goes back to the guy's house, makes him play the violin, keeps playing it and playing it until he learns how to play it decent. And later on, you see the two standing on a street with the violin case open as the robber's standing next to him while he plays the violin. And they Person passerby comes by and finally throws some money in the box. The hobo robbers takes the money and goes walking off. <laughs> All right, we got peanuts. We got Snoopy sitting on a teeter totter, Woodstock climbing up on the other end, getting frustrated, hopping up and down. Nothing's happening. Snoopy's just sitting there, all heavy to the ground. Woodstock comes back with three other wood. Well, with a couple other woodstocks, and they start jumping on their end. Nothing happens, and Snoopy just says, Suddenly, I feel very fat. I don't think three woodstocks are going to do it. I think you're going to need about 30 woodstocks. Equal the weight of Snoopy. All right, we got pickles. Yeah, the old man sitting there standing. Alongside his recliner, Nelson's sitting pouting in the recliner, and Grandma's on the other side of it. Grandpa says, what's the matter with Nelson? She says, 
He's upset because I put nuts in the cookies I baked. Grandpa kneels down alongside the chair and says, Well, Nelson, let me give you some advice that was given to me years ago. Don't pet sweaty things. Huh? Or maybe it was don't sweat petty things. Anyway, point is, get out of my chair. <laughs> uh, all right. Getting down to the final ones here. We got Dustin. Got two old guys sitting in a diner eating. One says, you know, there are three foods that help fight memory loss. Other one says, my memory is pretty, still pretty sharp, Dad. Okay, that's the son and pop. Pop says, blueberries. Son says, I love blueberries. Pop says, and flaxseed, of course. Oh, okay. And one other. Let's see. He sits there thinking for a while. Trying to remember. He says, did I say blueberries? Um, Maybe. I'm not sure. I think flaxseed helps fight memory loss, the son says. Flaxseed. That's the third one, Pop says. <laughs> Try all the little things you want. No matter what, your brain's gone. It's gone. Accept it. Live with it. Enjoy your life. Rose is Rose. Little kids making a little bird uh, birdhouse. Painting up all kinds of different colors. Hands it to his dad. His dad says, nice job, Pasquale. Any bird would be proud to live here. Thank you, daddy. My daddy said, any bird would be proud to live in here, he's telling his little squirrel friend. Next scene, you see a squirrel tail sticking out of the birdhouse. And a bird flying up to the house as the squirrel pops his head out. And the squirrel says, you forgot to mention that any squirrel would be proud to live here too. Why do the birds got to get all out? All right, I got between friends. She's just staring at a huge pile of stuff. It's got office garbage, vacuum garbage. Spring cleaning, deadlines, groceries, clean windows, laundry, garden preparation. And then on the way far other side of the big pile of garbage is me time. Just the sun shining, the flowers growing. And her word, her thought balloon says, hmm. On second thought, <laughs> second thought, it's always me time. Hey, Hagar the Horrible. He landed on an island where Captain Hook is. Captain Hook's sitting there. And Hagar goes running past him with Eddie. And he snatches the little treasure map from uh, Captain Hook's hands. And Hook gets all frustrated. Starts yelling at him. Hagar and Eddie go running off. Hagar is looking at the map. He says, according to Captain Hook's map, this is a spot. A spot. Start digging. Eddie just keeps digging and digging and digging. Says, I see something. Is it buried treasure? Nope. It's a hand. <laughs> Captain Hook wants his hand back. That was this week's Sunday papers. Actually pretty decent this week. It wasn't as bad as normal. That's why I decided to whip it out. 
I'm glad I picked one up finally. But, yeah. So yeah, Sunday, Monday, Sunday comics episode. Any day is a good day for some funny funnies, especially the first day of the week. Make work go a little bit better. But hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we're gonna get to work on some things that are coming up in the future. Uh, get those taken care of so I can put them out in the next couple weeks. And then we'll get back to you tomorrow, hopefully, with a normal Tuesday episode. So, be good to yourself, be good to others. Keep a smile on your face. Someone irritates you, just smile back at them. It'll confuse the shit out of them, they won't know what to do. Dad Monster, have a great week. And we will get back to you again soon.